Hi, welcome to A Couple of Thought Podcast. We are your hosts, Chaya and... Ali Melech. Avers. Oh, God. Are we Avers or Evers? Or Avers. Depends where we live. Together, we will be discussing our passions for food, politics... Judaism and marriage. Yeah, exciting. So, join us for our podcast and you will be blown away by our... Couple of Thoughts. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a fifth episode of A Couple of Thoughts podcast. I'm your host, Chai Evers, together with my husband. And um, for those of you who are worried, yes, we're still eating food. Yes, we're still talking about politics. And we're yes, still married. <laughs> we're still married and we're still busy trying to educate our four rambunctious little cutie pies. Yeah, and now uh, we're going to try again to make a podcast with yeah. those four topics. So we're still alive and kicking, just been busy. Yeah, very busy. Yeah, working, with life. eating. <laughs> yeah, and I think the last uh, episode was from when? Last year, Rosh Hashanah? No, it was in January when January. we went on a camping trip. Oh, yeah. oh no, when we went to, we had come back from France, we spoke a lot about yeah. Food from France. Um, one second, let me check right here. I'll let you know when was the last time. Was episode four. It was seven months ago. So um, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a lot a has happened time. since. So um, yeah, one of the things we have done in the past few months, actually past few weeks, is no, in the past few months we've been looking into a pizza oven for the garden. And we were in Italy in the winter vacation. And there we saw uh, quite a few pizza stone ovens. And we have been looking into it for a while. Right, But they're uh, very cheap to buy a pizza oven outside. Like a ready-made Italian stone oven. It's very, very, it's very cheap. How much does it cost? Uh, it's like a, a thousand euros or something. Few more, more than a thousand. A few thousand. Yeah, there's different um, sizes and types, but models. But they're quite expensive. So... So what do we do when we want something? We don't want to spend the money on it. We research. And we research more. And we look into other options. We watch a lot of YouTube videos. <laughs> yes, a lot of shorts. Um, and we actually came up with a way to build a stone pizza oven in the garden under $100. And we did that around, what, five, six weeks ago. I how, went how many minutes did it take you to assemble? Uh, not very qu- very long. It took me very quick to assemble. And um, we put it together and we have been making amazing pizza. But the first few times that we made pizza, it kept burning. So we started the pizza. Basically, we I bought a bunch of rocks, uh, bricks, and some uh, floor tiles for the garden. And, and maybe we can share a picture or a video or something like that on how it's made. Mm-hmm. And well, uh, I tried to do like a like a time lapse, a time lapse on on Sunday, but you kept going into the frame, and it was taking too long. <laughs> so I was just like, forget it. Um, yeah. But because oh, we took it apart to move it over to another part yeah. of the garden. Yeah. So um, it's with stone and uh, and wood, wooden fire, wood fire. Yeah. And um, you make three compartments, base two compartments with a top. And um, you have to get it really hot, so you need to really start firing up. So over time, in the past few weeks, we learned more and more how to do it better and better. So we started the fire this Sunday. We really 
headed we, we, we headed down hit hit, hit the, the ball right spot. in the ball yeah, yeah. you so, know so we had to uh, we fired up the fire earlier and i got a thermometer that can measure the temperature the temperature so we really got up to like almost 500 degrees celsius which is really hot i think it's the hottest we ever got it yeah so far but the problem that we've been having is that the pizza comes out amazing but the Crispy. bottom was burning like yeah. black and we couldn't figure out what the problem was so i went and read like a hundred articles and blogs about pizza dough and discovered that when you put oil and sugar in the dough it burns quicker because it the the oil and the sugar caramelizes so i made a dough that was literally salt yeast flour water and only oil on and i Olive on oil. the top on um, each so bowl it shouldn't dry out yeah and it was actually amazing amazing pizza and a shout out to uh, Penny and Hagit that came to join us <laughs> yesterday yeah. you can ask them i think they enjoyed it very much yeah um, we had a uh, pizza and a beer and some swimming so that was uh, a lot of fun oh yeah. and, and very, we put up a, um, a blow-up jacuzzi in the garden which it, now we feel very fancy we have a pizza oven a jacuzzi now we have to start doing research how to keep the water how do you say it um the ph levels in the water bacteria free yeah so that's gonna be a whole Hi, other that's gonna be our pool girl for the summer <laughs> <laughs> i just ordered all the tablets and measuring dipsticks i feel like yeah. i'm doing urine samples but hey but it, 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 <laughs> urine samples in the swimming pool that's actually really funny <laughs> you probably will have to <laughs> um but uh it, it's a small one it's enough for the kids the kids enjoyed it jumping in jumping out all the time splashing each other but, and, uh, and it does bubbles, which is oh, really cool. Oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, basically, uh, we had very much yumminess yesterday by the pizza, pizza oven. So we have it <laughs> a down path. Um, and hopefully... Uh, yeah, yeah we'll maybe you, listener out there, will be the lucky... Um, Receivering. Receiver. Of, the, of some um, pizza someday. Pizza to, yeah, of our pizza. Also, Ashi and Sarah... They also gun. came to have oh, pizza, yeah. but when they came, it was good, but it was a bit burnt. Still burning. I think I think they I think they liked it. Yeah, it was still good. Yeah, and like what we do is like I sit sit inside on the on the counter, and I like roll out the dough, like into into pie shapes, and Melch comes with his pizza shovel. shovel, and we sprinkle the special flour, and I like transfer it on. We spread the dough, and then we bring it outside, and then outside we have a table with all the different toppings like mushrooms and onions and pepper and sun-dried tomatoes and cheese and everything and then the kids can like decorate and everyone could like make their own pizza kind of pizza tasting one bite you know the rules oh yeah and then we become like dave portnoy <laughs> if anyone knows from barstool sports and we start doing like oh the undercarriage we really like it it's not a floppy pizza it's firm it's crispy yeah i like the char on the edge <laughs> one bite everybody knows the rules yeah no yeah. it was uh, it was very um and it's fun to have it, you know, pat down it, you know what you're doing, and have it at the right temperature. Yeah, so... And it's fun to play with fire, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's also nice that a lot of times we think that, like, somebody else could do these things. You don't have to be such a genius. Sorry, but... Oh, yeah, you're gifted. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Mouth is a genius, but saying is, like... If you want to do something or you want to learn something, just watch. There's like so yeah. much information out there. Yeah, and you it's can not literally that do hard. anything. You want to become a painter, an artist, a singer, just be a dancer. Careful. Be careful. I'm fire. saying is, but everything is nowadays like you could learn anything. It's all available. You just if you have want to, to do it. Do it. Just do it. No. Yeah. HDI. Hashem does it. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so that's basically for the food. That's uh, yeah. yummy pizza. And if you if you want to come eat pizza, take a number and stand in line. <laughs> As my new my new guru, Dr. Laura says, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. That's how she ends her shows. So yeah. about the pizza oven, if you want to do it. What are you going to do about what it? What are you going to do about it? <laughs> All right. Which brings us to the politics. Or do you want to go to marriage first? Okay. So well, we've been talking for around like seven minutes about pizza. That's... <laughs> It's quite funny, but you know, a lot has happened since the last time we've been on. Um, politically, we like to know what's going on in the world. There's a war in Ukraine that yeah, happened, and refugees, and you know that whole part. We never even got on to talk about it, even though a few times I said we should talk about it because it's just, you know, we don't hear about it in the news so much anymore. But so we think a, it's over. But it's not over. We have Ukrainian friends here in Amsterdam, and. Which also, I actually, um, for the American listeners, I don't think that affects them as much as it does for us. Besides that, Joe Biden cl- blaming the the, the gas, gas prices. prices. Thanks, thanks, Putin. But no, besides that, the, the, you don't really have so much Ukrainian refugees in, uh, let's say, uh, Miami, Florida, or whatever, in New York, because it's a bit far. But we over here do. And our school, we at some point, we had around, what, 20 kids added to our school. And we have a hotel not far from our house where a lot of Ukrainian um, refugees, refugees were, staying. were staying. So it was really, especially in the beginning, it was very hectic. And thank God now it settled down a little bit and, and they found their They're getting their, their resources way. that they need. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm a teacher and I had two Ukrainian kids in my class. And it was amazing to see how they picked up the language so quickly. And they just wanted to be normal kids having normal life um but it was also heartbreaking because they they so much love their country and they just want to go home it's not that yeah. they, it's not like they're coming from you know um iraq or afghanistan yeah, or they syria want to really stay here where they, they want don't to want to go back because they're war-torn countries this is like you know um people who had jobs and and lives homes and, and, and homes and um so keep praying for ukraine because they really want to go home. Yeah, it would but, be nice. If yeah, and it was peace. really amazing what the, how the community really pulled together and, and also coming to Amstelfain. And I mean, we, we we had to volunteer. I went a few times to the Ibis to scoop, um, serve Food, soup lunches. and wash the dishes on the um, when they were doing meals um, for the refugees. So thank God, I think now they're getting more independent and the help that they need. Um but I mean, it was yeah, in the beginning, nice it was really this... intense. Yeah. It would be nice if Putin just, like... Disappeared. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. It's it's terrible. Like, who thought that in 2022, we still have a war going on in our continent where we would have people really running away from a war? Yeah. And that, uh, you know, it's uh, it's quite terrible. Yeah. And so, We didn't even think about talking about Ukraine, but no. I'm saying, like, a lot happened yeah. since then. Um, Joe Biden, what happened Felt to him? Fell off a bike. <laughs> <laughs> Fell off a bike and um, got Corona. He got Corona. Poor guy. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I feel really sorry for him. Yeah, I think it's a bit like in the Elders beginning of yeah, yeah, in the beginning you're like you know he's a Democrat and and a lot of things I disagree with his policies and recently I saw a video of him that he was or reading a line that he wasn't supposed to read or he had a, a cheat paper where it says stand up say hello no, say repeat again <laughs> yeah and and at that point i really like i saw my grandfather you know sitting there and i was like oh my god that is so sad that someone who is not up to what he needs to be doing 
his old man and they prop him up for a few minutes that he can do his thing and then go back to his yeah. you know old age home but but i actually but think sad. that the media also goes hard on him because like i watched the whole thing like the procession when he came to israel he got off the plane and he got up and he spoke and he spoke really beautifully and he by mistake said we must honor the memory of the holocaust i mean it's it obviously we know he doesn't want to honor the holocaust like he meant he people. meant to say honor the memory of the people who who died in the holocaust and Anyone could make him. I would make a mistake like that. Come on. Yeah, no, I understand and, and that. And over and over, you see the headlines. Joe Biden says to honor the Holocaust. Joe Biden. No, I mean, no, but I'm not that's talking like about ridiculous. that. No, Come on, I, I you didn't mean it. Like, it's, it's just a stupid true. mistake. But, okay, so you, they propped him up for, for a little bit longer in Israel, and he was able to. But is he really ready? Is he able to run a country and basically be no. the leader of the Western world? He's not. And it's sad to see. He's point. in real mental decline, yeah, for sure. But what's really interesting sad. is we forgot to also talk about what happened that Elon Musk tried to buy mm. Twitter and I made a few predictions that came true. What did I tell you? When Elon Musk started babbling about buying Twitter, what did I tell you? He's not gonna end up buying it. Right. And I he's said only I said, doing it in order to bring down Twitter. Yes. I said Right, I, I even wrote in a WhatsApp to Melach, and I said, I'm making this prediction, and you're going to see that this is going to come true. And my prediction was that Elon Musk is not going to buy Twitter, but he's going to expose Twitter and its bots. And then once all the information is out there, he's going to be like, oh, I'm not buying it. So it's actually true, and it actually is happening, because basically a huge percentage of Twitter is not real people, but it's um, bots, which generate messages and things to kind of stir things up or to get more business for different um people who are on twitter so um he as a potential buyer said i need to know how many much percentage of your but client it was already base, pre-planned he right no no is is spot so they said only 10 percent, i think five. or five percent and he did random check with his own company which they discovered that it was more closer to 20 percent of twitter and it's probably even more if you ask me. Well, in general, um, even if it all be true, Twitter is not the place to be. It's it's it's, it's not a money making machine anymore because no, if half the it's people, not a nice place, right? But I'm saying if half the people are not real people, then the advertisements are not generating the money that they should be generating. Yeah. So I said to you, I said, watch, something's gonna happen, and it did. So now he said, I'm not buying Twitter. So then what happens? Elon Musk is gonna get sued, which means. They have to go to court. Now in court, they're going to get subpoena that they have to share all this information. And as soon as they have to prove that they actually have more bots than they claim, then Elon Musk says, well, then I don't need to buy Twitter because you lied to me. Or even if he does need to buy it, he needs to buy He can only buy it for, for much cheaper half the which, price. And which also exposes that it's basically a farce and half of Twitter is a fake metaverse so it's that's a fakery. Re- yeah, it's really, really interesting. And I also predicted that Kamala Harris will become soon president of America by okay, but that's January a- of 2023. And I think Let's it's see. true. Let's see if it happens. Yep. Well, Biden has Corona now. Yeah. Well, I do think that that's going to happen. So you guys heard it here first. I said it. She's going to be the next president of the United States of America. I think they'll skip her. They'll go straight to Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> But, anyway, um, but she's too busy trading stocks with her very rich husband. Yeah, no, it never happened. But okay. uh, that, that was basically the politics for today. 
I know. Mm. By the way, a lot has happened this yeah, year. Really, a lot. Maybe a bit too much. But it's interesting because all the politics we're talking about is American politics, and we live in Holland. I have no idea what's happening in Holland. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk in other times about right. the farmers. Oh, the Dutch farmers, the farmers right? And the and the and the cows that are farting. Oh yeah, it's very terrible. I I find that one of the weirdest things. Like, it's like it's terrible. Like we have like seriously, the world when is God, ending. When God created the world, there was just like so many animals everywhere. And they were fighting all over the planet. And I think But then they didn't have the cars driving. That's the problem. The airplanes flying. Never mind. We'll talk about that another time. When we have God, uh, do you have something more, more important to do? No, no, no. We have to <laughs> do you not want to talk about marriage and education? Um, sure. Yeah. So we try we, we forgot what it how to podcast. It's been seven months. Yeah, you're rusty. I'm rusty. <laughs> so what do you want to go first? Marriage or education? Wow. Well both are really interesting topics. Marriage, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure we, we're in a good place to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, because you were scared that people would be, like, because we haven't podcasted in a long time. People, people were, scared, were worrying were about talking. us. Yeah, people were talking. Yeah, What's no, going I don't on think so. Us? They were scared we weren't eating anymore. We weren't listening to the radio. We weren't married anymore. And there okay. was no education going on. No, that's it's inaccurate. Yeah. Well, you know, I think education is it's a very broad topic you know we educate our children i'm a teacher I educate my students and actually uh, congratulations on finishing another year and having a vacation Woo-hoo, Woo-hoo. high five yeah yeah so um but we want to talk about the super brain and there was a book that i actually heard about in a different podcast a dutch podcast and the book is called um, the super brain which is a secret it's really not a secret but it's basically 10 uh, tips on how to have your child develop a super brain and I in my opinion I'll, I'll read the 10 topics quickly but I actually think there's one missing but I'll tell that in the end of the 10 things but they, this uh, woman she was a she's a researcher a brain researcher and she really found these 10 uh, things to be very beneficial to the development developing brain of a child and um, she goes through every single topic of these 10 maybe we'll do that another time to go into more details but the 10 things are sleep um, letting go basically going outside a little bit and like letting go of the problem talking mm-hmm. experiencing things to have a certain routine Number five, number six, moving, movement. Seven is to be responsive, that when your kid wants to tell you something that you actually, you know, yes, understand, to be present when they want to tell you. Hugging, uh, to be a dugmachaya, to be, uh, that the kids can... An example. Yeah, make an example, a role model, so they can imitate you. That's, Mm -hmm. yeah, and the last one, last (laughs) word is, the last, the tenth rule is not to stress. And I think number 11 should be food because I think food could be really a superpower as well. And in the development of children, not having a lot of sugar or, or food coloring or stuff like that and having breakfast, three meals, etc. Yeah, obviously it's good also... Good nutrition. Good nutrition. I think that would be number 11. But within these two things, which in my opinion, the food and the sleeping, the first one she said, are... The most important. The most important because I see with our own children like when they don't sleep properly and they don't get the hours that they need and actually in the book it has a little um like explanation of what age how many hours they need to sleep, a child needs to sleep yeah. yeah and and 
I, I really see it with our own children that when it's like a Friday night when they go to sleep late and then let's say sometimes the second night in a row that Sunday sometimes it's very hard. Yeah, the sensitivities like, you know, get more offended quicker or the tempers are, are looser yeah. and there's more crying and fighting because they're just exhausted. Um, no, actually, then, you have, then you have low judgment because you, you, you don't have so much energy. So I really see that the development yeah. of the children... For sure. It's actually really funny because I was telling the kids that Adina, our youngest, she's um, fi- almost five years old. So her bedtime is usually between 6.30 and 7.30. Um, but because she's the youngest, it's been getting hard to put her to bed on time. Especially in the vacation and period. And I noticed that if she goes to bed after 7.30 or like 7.45 when it's already later, she cannot fall asleep. Basically... A child, based on their age, has a window where their brain is like ready to go to sleep. But there's a certain and hormone that is higher when you need to go to sleep. What yeah, is it? Yeah, it's. I think it's called. Um, I forgot what yeah, it's called. I'll... Your melatonin. It's yeah. In your brain, and it's um, it's it's the the message the transmit transmitting to your brain that you, that it's that it's tired and it needs to go to sleep. Now, in so this your melatonin window, is the highest at a certain point, like a certain exactly. window in the no, in the evening. Sometimes I'll put her to bed on time, and in thirty seconds, as she's like getting her thumb in her mouth, she's already asleep. But if it, I put her to bed late, it's it takes eight, her an yeah. hour, an hour and a half to fall asleep because she's then overtired and she missed her window. So I always tell the kids, okay, I got to go put Adina to bed. I'm going to miss the window. So it became like this joke. Anyways, tonight, yeah. Adina, um, there was a lot going on. We were putting together a cabinet. Oh, but she went to sleep at a normal time she, in her window. But she's also, her bedtime is a bit messed up because we're on vacation. Anyways, she wasn't going to sleep. And I kept saying, Adina, go back into bed. And, you know, we were busy. We were putting together a closet, me and the kids. And then... At 8.30, I, I, I go and I says, listen, Adina, it's really time for you to go to sleep. She goes, but Tati, I missed my window. <laughs> so that was so really it was really cute. funny that she also, because I think one of the kids told her, you're going to miss your window, get into bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but it, it's actually a real thing. Yeah. Um, but I actually think we should go through some of the things that are these 10 actually 11 points maybe go through them a little bit because it's it's interesting because you bought this book in dutch and i'm in the middle of reading the book um yes brain child which also talks about how do we create resilient children in, a, in this very um hectic fast-paced world and children who don't always feel like victims but who actually get strength and inner strength and to be in the green zone meaning that they're not like in this fight or flight response but that they can you know, defend themselves, stand up for themselves, communicate well. And have a little, little bit of an extra buffer. Like, yeah, exactly. Because a thicker skin. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually walking to Mendel to shul this week. And I was explaining to him that when you are not in a good place, the amount of um, surrounding and things, challenges you can handle is much less. Yeah, your, and your I tolerance it, is weaker. Yeah, yeah so I expl- compared it to someone that has a... Uh, a scab or a cut in their hand and they wash their hands that can hurt or if they're making a salad and some salt ends up in their wound that really hurts so as soon as your your skin is has has a blemish that it's much easier to get hurt than when you are have a nice even skin and that's the same with your mood if your mood you, you didn't sleep well you didn't eat well you didn't get the right you know brain power then you're very often in overdrive and you're always in overdrive. And then at some point your car is going to say, hey, yo, that's enough. That's yeah. too much. And so, and in with this all book, these points, 
you're much more in the green zone as you're calling it yeah. so that you can in cases because you are going to get challenges in life you are going to hit points where it's not fun that kids they mean stuff to you or you had a bad day or you get a bad mark in school or you know one of your clients is nasty to you you're going to have those things so when you're always in the red zone the likelihood of you like blowing up screaming or, or being very apart. sad yeah, yeah or having the build up much easier is much worse when when your your super brain is not being a super brain yeah exactly so the, the this book yes brain child is it's kind of the same idea it's like she also has like a platter of of things that children need in order to be able to have this balance of being in this green zone and i think um one of the over here it says prata Prate. Prate. <laughs> Which talking. means talking. And I, 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 I could see this also as a teacher, how important it is for children to have time with their parents where there's dialogue and there's conversation. It develops speech. It develops um, ideas, creativity, all these things. Just regular conversation. How are you? How is your day? Is, is, is very basic, but it's more like um, sharing personal stories of your childhood what you've done in your life, uh, what you did today. Today, I had the funniest story. And just sharing and communicating. Yeah, I think supper time is actually a great time to do that. Or bedtime. Those are times that's really great. You know, you're together, everybody gets to speak. Yeah. And it could really um, be beneficial. Yeah. And I think the other one, to be experiencing stuff, yes. is also very... I, I can see it a lot of times with children, the difference between children that their parents take them out, even if it's only to the, the forest, just to walk around, climb a tree, fall off a tree, you know what I'm saying? Fall off your bike, your bike is broken, get home with a broken bike, yeah. leave your bike behind. Stuff like that, falling off your bike once, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like today, Adina, she was biking in the front with her best neighbors, Francis and Henri, um, and um, she rang the bell and I opened the door because, you know, she, she was right in front of the house, and... I said she said I, I fell off my bike but Francis brought me a band-aid and 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 now it's better so like she also f- like figured out how yeah, she to solve her own that, that. her own problem like she fell and her friend who's seven and she's five was like oh you have a scratch I'll she's get you four a band-aid and a half. she's four and a half she's almost Sorry. 25 <laughs> yeah you know so that's also like when children get to play and experience they also problem solve they also figure out how to yeah how to yeah, and I think one of them that said over there, I think routine, one of them, I think that that's uh, very important also. Like, I don't know if all 10 of them are like for everyday use, but, but these think... kind of things, like a routine, as in a time to go to bed, a time to wake up, that there's supper, not one night you eat supper at nine, and then the other day at three o'clock you're eating supper, like, and yeah. like, or you have to make your own tos- tostis, or like, you have to yeah. make your own food. Like, there's structure in the home. Yeah, but I also think routine especially in today's day and age one of the biggest challenges i find for my for us in our home is managing technology and screen time Um, especially in vacation i went back into our corona rule and i'm so thankful for it on days that there there aren't camp like these two weeks have camp the rule is also on sunday don't talk to me about technology watching or anything until after four o'clock Obviously, there's sometimes room for flexibility if, let's say, you know, we're having friends over later in the afternoon and I could say, you know, you could have your screen time now. But basically, I found that when screen time is an option during the day on a... Throughout the whole day. Yeah, or throughout the whole day, then the children don't want to go out of the house. They don't want to do anything. They just want to stay all day on devices. And when the option is that until after four or five o'clock, there's 
there's nothing to discuss then it's like okay so what are we gonna do ah yeah what are we gonna do and actually this morning they were playing monopoly together mm-hmm. and stuff like that play card games yeah but i do have to like do a huge collection of like ipads nintendo switch <laughs> laptops everything comes upstairs with me to my room otherwise in the morning yeah, like you, you know that's the challenge also because even if you say a hundred times you cannot go on without permission like and you password it they figure out the passwords like it's like a real but you have to like be committed to having and a policy about it. and really strong and having a policy about it otherwise it's just it's it it's doesn't the end, of the end yeah. but i feel like today was a perfect example when they came home from camp at 3 30 they said could we go on the switch and i said you know what i'd rather if that's later on in the evening like after after dinner which is like 6 37 and it was the best thing because they sat outside they watched their sister bike um they they played monopoly they played cards we had discussions we had a conversation we had a great evening but if i would have just been like oh whatever everybody just go take a device like leave me alone i would have missed out on all those connections and all those opportunities to to talk yeah just and spend time and they would have missed the opportunity to spend time together so yeah you know what i don't know if i do it enough to hug the children yeah sometimes we're so busy with the day-to-day life i don't remember to just say hey come here and give like a good good little i think when they were little it's like when they're babies like it's easier but hmm, something good to keep in mind knuffle there's no word like that in english hugging i know but knuffle sounds like it's like automatopoeia like it sounds like what it is um yeah, these are great points. Maybe we could put it up in the in the bio, yeah. like the name of the book, because um, look into people can look into it. And yeah, I was actually I'm gonna research see if it's translated into English, and maybe then I'll yeah, because sh- it's also quite easy to read. It's not like a thick book. It's no. really like the the trick of the book is the first part is for the parents, and the second part is written in a story kind of way that you can read with your child. And how to get to those points, like explaining how it's, it's, it's kind of like the book I'm in the middle of writing. Yeah, you want to talk about it now? Um, I don't know, but I am writing a book about um, self faith, meditation, and self regulation. Um, a Jewish child's guide to self regulation and how to self regulate yourself Let me when just you're just copy this book and put your name in it. <laughs> <laughs> when you're hyper or you're scared or you're anxious, all those Anxiety. feelings. So it's going to come into a bookstore near you very soon, as soon as I finish really working hard on editing and finishing all the little last bits that need to be put into this. It's already a project that I'm working on for, I think, almost two years now. Mm-hmm. No, a year and a half. But actually. it's evolving, so that's good. It's, it's really evolving, and I'm really excited to talk about it when there's something to talk about, but it's getting somewhere. So okay. I, think, I think there's so much more to talk about this, but let's make sure our kids have this platter that's getting filled and keep them in the green zone for the longest as possible long time as possible yeah and give them a super brain super brain yes uh, i just wanted to add one more point you were saying about experiencing things with your children like going to forest i remember your mother said that you know you come from a family of how many kids 11 11 kids and she said she always tried at least once a year that to make sure that you guys went to the sea to the forest and to the and somewhere else like to, that you've been experience. into the mountains that you got to experience all elements of nature <laughs> i don't know if it really happened but it was something that sure she did mention to me but she did mention to me that she thought it was really important 
to for children to experience and it's um, true. The, these things and we experience well this year we've been we've been to the beach last week we went to the beach we've seen the, we've seen the mountains check we went to the mountains in the winter vacation we've seen a forest we live near the amsterdam Sebos. check mama okay. i think we get we get a pass all right which brings us to the last point which is mariage marriage for english people hmm. mm. you want to talk about it no joke I don't know. um so i actually wanted to say this past sunday we had a painter come over and paint one of the wall two few of the walls upstairs that needed some uh, tlc as rest hashem is yeah <laughs> so khail has been nagging me for a while to do this and i just didn't have any of my workers available in the past few weeks months to do it so i actually happened to bump into one of our renters that told me that two weeks ago that he's a painter so i, I told hi you know what here you go here's this number plan it take care of it take care of it and then actually once he came sunday i helped him out and we painted together and we got everything going beautifully but basically if you want stuff done you have to do something it's true for me actually it was a huge lesson because many times we want things to get to happen we want um this a pizza oven yeah mm. <laughs> yeah no we want things like for everyone it's something else some people want their the pictures hung hung on the wall or a cabinet put together and everything is just waiting around and you get frustrated you're like hello like why doesn't he do it why doesn't he get his act together why can't he build it why doesn't she get her act together exactly that's what I realize is that if you know if I really want something to to to, to be in my home and it matters enough to me like if I want a wall to be painted so then call the painter arrange for him to come and 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 Your have it painted <laughs> yeah exactly no but I'm saying is that you also need to be a little bit assertive if you want something to get done like right now I'm looking at those cabinets over there that was installed really badly by the man who made them which i will not name because he did a very bad job you should not use him he did not measure them properly there's a space between the top and the bottom and every time i look at them i get really annoyed but truth be told if i want new cabinet doors and you don't have time to arrange it i should just go online and hire the most expensive company to come <laughs> and do them properly <laughs> no but I, I i really um i'm on this forum for moms on Facebook and someone was writing how she's really frustrated. Oh, let me tell, I want to hear what you're going to say about <laughs> this. She's really frustrated because she feels that no one in her house cares about the mess. She's the whole day cleaning up. And also her husband doesn't care. Like if a kid spills a cup of orange juice, like he doesn't tell the kid to clean it up. He just like does nothing. And she's like, and then I have to go and clean it up. And, and, and I tell him like, like, why didn't you tell him to clean it up? He's like, oh, whatever, who cares? She's like, not only do my kids not care about leaving messes around the house, my husband doesn't care either. And everyone, and I'm just running around, slaving around. But, like, she was frustrated. And, like, like, they should notice that they should do this and they should do that. But, like, she never once asked. In In the whole scenario, I was reading the comments, people were like, if you want that people should care, then you need to tell them. Um, not like they should automatically know to put their dishes in the dishwasher or they they should automatically know that if they have an empty jar of, of um bottle of soda or or, or orange juice they, should, <laughs> they shouldn't return it to the refrigerator 
Sorry, I have a hard time throwing shampoo bottles away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always think I'll you could get a little bit out of it if you shake it harder. But um, <laughs> what I'm saying is that, like, exactly, Malice, if you, if you don't like all those empty shampoo bottles, what do you got to do? Dump them. Just throw it in the garbage or just tell me. Could you throw it out? Throw it out? Oh, now you just start asking. <laughs> then yeah. I get triggered, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just better to throw it out. To slave around. No, so what do you think, like, this mom, she's so frustrated. She has, like spillages and get kids divorced who, find another husband no no <laughs> i don't know what do you want no what it's do you like, what do you think like her kids don't care her husband doesn't care nobody cares about the house what do you think she needs to do just let it be really? let it go i don't know what do you want me to tell? i don't know the situation over there like maybe they have a terrible marriage and she can't tell her husband anything or her husband thinks that he he slaves the whole day and he, she leaves a huge mess I don't know. That's okay, like but let's one say, side of the story i have no idea Ooh, my battery's low one second pause Sorry about that. The computer was dying and we didn't want to get the whole podcast deleted. No, that but, would not be fine. No, what I'm trying to say is, is If that- you want stuff, you can ask for it. But, you know, you can't also expect... Like, for instance, I've told our children a hundred thousand times. When you get undressed, your clothing not supposed to be on the floor. And they not be inside out. And they need to make a pile and put clean clothing back in a closet and dirty clothing into the laundry. What's the magic word? Please. No, it just Age. doesn't happen age appropriate <laughs> <laughs> yeah so exactly so, so no, but e- that, that, even that. for some people are 35 years old it's age appropriate so it's just you know it's some some people and some things you're just not going to change right but i also realize that this is what I, my point that i wanted to say is that sometimes as a spouse you can get frustrated about things that are not getting done the way you want it or it wasn't thought and why doesn't he realize but you don't verbalize it do you know that men are not mind readers, not as Dr. Readers. Laura says? They do not have x-ray vision. They cannot see inside your brain, vice versa. So if you want that oh, people... I can read your brain. I know exactly how you... Just be quiet. <laughs> I'm talking now. <laughs> Hashtag, I'm talking. Hashtag, you know, me too. No, no. Ha- <laughs> Kamala Harris, when she was being interviewed in her um, vice presidential debates, yeah. and Mike Pence tried to interrupt her, she was like, I'm talking. So it became like a big hashtag like that women can like stand up oh. for themselves. They're like, quiet, I'm talking. <laughs> okay. um, so then so. like the hashtag my, me too, I'm also talking. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, we're, we're doing comedy now too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so basically what I'm trying to get at is that we need to verbalize our wants or needs or just do it ourselves and not be so resentful. But for example, be don't be like whining. Hey, why didn't you put your dishes in the sink? Just be like, could you please put your dishes in the sink? Just say it. Say what you want. Well, you can make rules. Like if it's, if someone spills a cup of rules orange for husbands juice, or rules for kids or for wives. Oh, okay. uh, no, uh, no, I'm saying for kids. Like if a kid spills their orange juice unless they're uh, three months old. You could say, hey, listen, when Adina spills stuff, you say, here, it's a towel. Go clean it up. It's not going to yes, be perfect. Exactly. But at least she knows she spills it. Then afterwards, you can obviously, with a wipe, clean it properly. Right. But at least she knows when she spills something, you clean it up. Exactly. Like, the mom doesn't need to have necessarily have to do it. Obviously, you're going to come after anyways with the mop and clean yeah. after. But the idea that the child... Knows that when they spill something, they clean up. <laughs> yeah, they clean up. Right. And I think also... The frustration from this wife was more that, like, why didn't it come in naturally to her husband? Well, those are the facts of life. It's not natural. So then now see how you can deal with it. Exactly. Or you ask it, and if you see that that doesn't work, then or do it yourself and get frustrated, or do it yourself and not get frustrated. Those are the options that you have. Or get divorced. 
But yeah. that's like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, like, like, from that to flavor? divorce, it's a bit extreme, but... Yeah, it depends yeah. how, how bad the orange spill was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the worst is on Shabbos, when someone spills grape juice on the floor, oh, and, and you try sticky. to clean it, but it's not clean. And then by the end of Shabbos, like, wherever that thing dropped, there's, like, black marks all over yeah, the floor and steps all around oh my gosh this shop we had a lot we had ices dripped all through the house i don't know who did it there were people around yeah but it's okay Baruch Hashem. we mopped the floor it's nice and shiny now yeah. nice and clean so basically don't think that your partner Just is ride your mind the waves as they go yeah but 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 if you want the room get painted call the painter, painter. <laughs> yeah or or if you want the cabinet like I just got a desk for, for Rivka's room and it was sitting in a box and I know that Malach is having long hours now at work and I thought okay it could either sit in a box for another week or come guys we had an activity tonight we built the closet I have to say if it wasn't for my son Mendel I think some things would have been a bit upside, upside down <laughs> he was like Ma don't you see I'm the like one minute I'm looking at the manual you're going too fast <laughs> The desk would be able to hang on the, on the ceiling. Oh, gosh. But we did it. We put together a cabinet, and it looks amazing. So, yeah. You got to just... Right. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. I think that's the theme of today's podcast. Just do it. Mm-hmm. You want to learn something? Learn it. Get a professional. You want to bring you your kids to bed? Pool guy? Just do it. <laughs> you want to become a pool guy? Google all the ways to keep a pool... Water filtered. You want to get a pizza um, oven? Just yeah, do it. Make a pizza. Anyways, peace out. It's been lovely. Yes. We hope we didn't bore you with all our talks. Episode five. Actually, of course we didn't. We're super interesting. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Hashtag super interesting. Have peace a out. wonderful summer. Yes. Enjoy your vacation. Or I hope if you're going on vacation, have safe travels. If you're coming back, have safe travels. And uh, don't get corona. Oh, one second. Before we end, Mazel Tov section. We have to do a mazel tov to all the mazel tovs that we missed in the past few months. Oh, no, we're not doing that. Yeah, because then if we miss someone, they could get insulted. That's awesome. Okay, (laughs) mazel tov first to... No, no, we got got to do... Shout out to our Aunt Sasha, Lissauer. Congratulations. On on her marriage to to Day Saunders. We are super happy. And they're going to be our neighbors soon. So we're even double happy. So mazel tov for that. Mazel tov for Mendel this Thursday. Hanach and He's putting on film for the first time. We are super happy. Any other mazel phylacteries. Phylacteries, right? Does anybody know what phylacteries are? They're filling. Filling, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, They're gonna be wrapped. It's gonna wrap them. It's gonna wrap the phylacteries. <laughs> All right, peace out. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> no, I'm not done yet. I yeah, still have more to say. <laughs> okay, good night, guys. Good night. Bye. Thank you so much for joining our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed our couple of thoughts and join us again for our next episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything that we discussed today, you are welcome to email at us email us at a couple of thoughts 2008 at gmail.com. And we wrote 2008 because that's the year that we got married. So anyways, Woo-hoo. yes. Join us again and peace out. The cover song that we have playing in the background is Modani Kolboker from Omer Adam, a song that we love to play for our family and just gives us drive and energy in our service um, to Hashem and our thankfulness for everything that we have in our lives. So we hope you enjoy that song as well.